0: Trick or treat! Oh. Trick or treat! <laughs> Trick or treat! Uh, my wife and I would like to ask you a couple of questions. Sure, 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 sure. Go ahead, shoot. Well, for instance, uh, what are your qualifications? Ah, well, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague and I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy. Now, what do you think?
1: I love that movie, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice?
0: I don't think I ever saw it. Oh, come on. Nope, I don't think I ever saw it. Oh,
1: that's a great movie. This guy right here, man.
0: Yeah, is that Johnny Depp? No, it's Michael Keaton. Red. Oh, yeah. Nope, I don't think I ever saw it. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Is it scary?
1: Red, Rob. It's a Red, yeah, a scary come in. Alex Red, Baldwin's Red, Rob. in it.
0: Red rum. Red
1: rum. He's Red, a ghost, Red, and he... He's like a, he's a funny kind of ghost. It's a Tim Burton movie. Tim Burton's kind of weird. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so. I like this music.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is our. Uh, it's The Exorcist, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, The power of Christ. Being here at the new location, living in this new location, I don't know if I'm gonna have trick or treaters. I never had trick or treaters at the old house. You think I'm gonna have trick-or-treaters here? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have to buy some candy.
0: Or just leave your light off and don't answer the door and hunker down like my dad. Just in just yeah. a fetal position. I come up. over, he's like, oh, he's like in the couch, all the lights are off, no TV, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, keep the lights out, trick-or-treaters are coming. I'm like, are you gonna hide from that? Uh, this don't answer the, the door. Don't get tired of ringing it. In. All right. Starring Johnny Star and Ron the Banker. This Pyro Podcast is there all about go. the people and the passion of fireworks, and is sponsored by Star Fireworks in Fargo, North Dakota. It seems like a long time, now. And now yeah. He it um. But time, you know, time's going so fast. And I, I don't have a lot of time left. You know oh, what I mean? Time is fast. You got you,
1: you're You going to live to be about 120,
0: I think. Well, um, well, I should because of the way I take care of myself. I know. Compared to, like, my dad. but uh, Well, your
1: dad's, like, almost 90
0: as it is, right? 84. Oh, 84. Yeah, so but, you know, uh, but he smokes and drinks. So if I, I don't smoke and I barely drink. That's, so, that's what's I, holding them together. I Yeah, it's like <laughs> freaking, you know, burning that syrup. Uh, what's syrup? Mrs. Butterworth. Uh, 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 <laughs> nice what, and thick and creamy. Did, what does Mrs. Butterworth have anything to do with anything? I just think it's like syrup uh, holding people together. I
1: That's a crazy like, super glue I could have thought of, but anything but no, syrup. Well,
0: super glue and syrup <laughs> are kind of like the same. They're thick, they're rich. Oh, well, happy yeah. Halloween, John. Happy Halloween. It fe- feels you know, like
1: we haven't been do- we haven't done this in a long time. It seems like here, here's the John. There's gargabalt. The, Get the another doorbell. doorbell. But we've been we did, we, did, we did like all these special episodes with the NFA. Yeah, and then we did. We, we did uh the NFA episodes and uh the actually you and I sitting at the table doing this just from the
0: Yeah, studios
1: uh and now we got a new studio. Yeah, we
0: were at a studio before, the NFA. Right, right, right. And uh now so now we're at the uh new uh we're at the North Shore Studio. Casa Banker, Casa, Casa Banker, Casa Banker. You yeah. I mean, you like? It? I got the little uh, metal signs on the wall. All the Metal signs hanging on the wall, yeah. yeah. Casa Bankomer, we call you. Yeah. There Bankomer. I like yeah. that. I like that. So
1: yeah, so this is a this is a real nice place. This dope. is our Halloween setup. So uh, what do we got? We got pyro purge. So uh, we're, you've been you've been all over the place since we last met, and what have you been doing fireworks wise? I know you went up to North Dakota, and you got some. Well, uh, yeah,
0: North some fireworks. Um, been very busy, a lot of containers have been coming in because um I said this is enough of this late stuff, and all these containers coming in late and, and holding up orders for like Saturn missile batteries, yeah. something stupid. so I really did my uh due diligence and really uh been working hard uh getting all this stuff in, and uh but we got a lot of containers in, so we we're, we're, there'll be no waiting for novelties they're all in already, so that's a good thing. And, you know,
1: usually you wait for novelty.
0: Yeah. Well, that's stuff they don't want to build and you're waiting on it. Oh, okay. And then, but that's holding up containers. You can talk them out of a, you can talk them out of a cake into another cake. But it's kind of hard to talk them out of a, you know, um, a two stage silver jet when you don't have nothing to compare with it. Right, right, right. So those items, I said, we're going to focus more on those items this, this year and next year's uh, going ahead. And you know, if at the end of the you know at the end of the week, if you got 160 cakes, you got 147. It really doesn't matter. Let's mm-hmm. just sell the ones we have, and the ones that come in, well, right. they'll be on Nextra's inventory, and they'll just you know we'll right, just add right, to those. Right. But the novelties, you can't be holding up a whole order because you don't have snap pops, and you're waiting for them on a container. So.
1: And yeah. you're uh, you're headed to China really soon.
0: I'm headed to China on Thursday and so um, you're
1: so well you're yeah Thursday the 11th so this will probably drop after that so but yeah you'll be in China pretty much when this uh, when this airs. Yeah.
0: yeah and uh, I am flying into Hong Kong because of my love for United Airlines yeah but
1: and that, that's on my list of things to talk to you about I mean yeah Hong you see Kong that Starbucks s- I work
0: at they trashed a place they sent me pictures of it N- what do you mean the Starbucks you go to yeah because you know I love my I working mean, th- at Starbucks things are crazy in, in yeah, Hong things Kong. are crazy but you're still but gonna fly in there I'm still gonna fly in there because I only have a day and a half it's not the end of the world and i told my guys i just meet me at the meet me at the hotel they have to pick me up at the airport because i guess you're not allowed to go pick anyone up at the airport now because that was a big you know disaster so i'll just take a taxi or they'll arrange a car for me and i just told them meet me at the hotel and then in the morning they can meet me for breakfast at the you know at the club lounge there i'm going to stay there anyways i'm gonna you know i'm not really when do i i don't really need to leave the hotel actually I mean, well,
1: you don't need to, but you like to. I
0: like to, especially <laughs> go shopping a little bit. But there's no reason. I mean, I'm leaving on the on the last train out on Saturday, right? So.
1: And the way you do it is you don't stay in Hong Kong very long. Mm-hmm. You get out of Hong Kong, yeah, a day you and a half. Yeah.
0: But you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fly to um I'm gonna fly to L A. and I'm gonna take L L A to Changsha on Air China. I don't know what kind of food I'm gonna get. I have no status on Air China, mm-hmm. even though it's a right. one alliance, but it's still not. You know, it's not the same perks I get. at right, right. Right. So. Right. So I'm going to fly to Here. Hong Kong and I have to fly to San Fran. You know, they, after all these years, they canceled my direct flight. Now, I don't know if they did that because the people were just not going on that flight because people aren't going it was, to Hong Kong. Wasn't it usually a pretty full flight? It was always a full flight. But maybe since these riots and all this stuff has started. Yeah. Maybe they saw the the flights not being full. So then they said, you know what, we'll cancel this. There's four flights that go to San Francisco before the Hong Kong flight takes off. So I had my choice six, seven, eight, and nine. I'm going to give you one guess which one I took. <laughs> I'll give you one guess. Which one I would have taken? I I, I was gonna. I, that, you stole my line because yeah. I was gonna say yeah. I know which one you would have oh, taken, yeah, would and have you know on the, which one I would have. taken. I would have been on the six. You, you would have been on the six a.m. because you're worried about a delay. I'm worried and about everything. Whatever. That's right. And you know, and, and I picked the nine fifteen <laughs> because I'm like nine
1: fifteen. How much time do you get in the airport?
0: Not a lot, and I don't uh, need a lot. But well, you know, yeah. But like now, I'm starting to get a little nervous because this trip does make me a little bit nervous. So now I'm like, yeah, I probably should do what Ron did. Now the first thing our buddy Louis said when he missed a flight to Kabul, you know, a guy that lives two miles from the airport missing his flight is kind of sad. But,
1: yeah, Louis is, uh, you know, Louis beats Louis uh, marches to the beat of his own drum. But drummer. in your but <laughs> in
0: your defense, Louis said, I wish. Ron would have put together this trip for me because <laughs> see, if you were going, you would have been like, we oh, got to do yeah. a dry run to the airport. No. We got to do all kinds of things uh, the no, night before. I, I'm not neurotic. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I mean, <laughs> we did a couple dry runs, to airports in other cities, but maybe O'Hara airport, you're pretty confident how to get there. But anyway, so Louie lives two miles away from the airport and he misses his flight. So he actually did say, I wish Ron would have been with me because you know, he would have made the flight. And, um, <laughs> so um, and they canceled my flight. So I am taking a 9:15 to San Fran, and then I'm going to connect in San Fran and go down to Hong Kong. So how
1: much time do you have in between?
0: I think the flight at Hong Kong leaves at 1:45, uh, and you get into San Fran. So 9:15, I think San Fran time is what 7:15, yeah, or 8:15, something like that. You and, get then, 11? and then about 11. And then about so that's what 7:12. I get it about 12:30. And you leave at what time? Or I get in like right at twelve o'clock, and the flight leaves at, I think one thirty-five.
1: Mm, yeah, that's that's pushing it, man. Yeah. That's well, obviously it.
0: United feels it's enough time because they do it on. You know, they, they give it the option. Let's put some more
1: storm on there. Before. Yeah.
0: There you go. <laughs> Doorbells. Yeah. There, there I, go. Well,
1: I, you know, well, thanks to Louie for, uh, for backing no, me up. No, he there. did. He's.
0: I wish, I have to say, I wish Ron was in you know, uh, on this trip.
1: I, I but Louie's not the kind of guy that'll usually miss a flight. Although lately he's been getting later and later to the airports. I've known
0: Yeah. And I don't know. And then, then yeah. he said, you know, and then he blames that. Well, you know, he did, he did exactly what happened to me one year. He was on time, but his luggage wouldn't have made it. Uh. So then they say, no, you have to fight your luggage. Until they put you on the next flight and you fly standby, they send your luggage anyways. So it's like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> You're gonna send my luggage on this plane, but yet I'm flying standby because my luggage wouldn't make it. So well, um, well,
1: good luck. I, I, you know, I hope you. I hope yeah, you it'll make
0: be it. fine. I, you know, and then like I said, I'm not gonna go to that Starbucks. I think they're not gonna be open. they will probably a little trashed. Yeah. And then I was meeting another friend of mine in Hong Kong, because you know he's a younger guy. He can go out and stuff. He's just a friend, not a fireworks guy so um he said yeah your station's been closed for like four days because uh-huh. like why are they rioting in Mongkok why wouldn't they riot in like the central district or something I mean right, you would think yeah, yeah you know that's like if you're gonna riot on Michigan Avenue or you're gonna riot in the West loop I wouldn't right. riot in the West loop but right. maybe you got more supporters in the West loop that will go along with you I guess um, I don't know I, I don't know Hard to get guys in suits to fight off tear gas. Well, good luck. Know?
1: Can I, like, take out some extra insurance on yeah, you Yeah, might, well. <laughs> might as well. Might as well. And actually, there, I thought of you yesterday. Uh, John Oliver show on HBO, uh, he did a whole segment on uh, the one-child policy in yeah. China. And I noticed while we were out at uh, NFA, you, had, you were speaking to several of the Chinese contingent out there. And you talked about how they, less, they, 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 yeah, uh, they lifted that. They came up to two now. Yeah. I think two. you can go two yeah. But,
0: and John, and you could pay.
1: and Well, right. But John Oliver was talking about how that, the, the one, uh, that rule kind of backfired on them. Like they said that a lot of the, a lot of the kids were like, um, you know, the, the just it, it seemed to be like, cause they only had one kid and they were less, Reliable, or or they
0: were they were babying them more. Well, were, they yeah, they staying, they were like co- yeah. coddling them yeah, like exactly, they do uh, exactly. like they do here. So well, like they do here. Well, if, and this is funny because you're sitting across from me, to, to <laughs> probably the king coddler there oh, is. Oh no, no, you know. No, but yeah, th- so yeah, you have you know, it's like you get. Uh, you King know Connolly. okay yeah. one toy you make sure it doesn't break you know you have one kid you protect them like crazy because well, you're know, right, on nothing right, and, right. and you know you want them to be perfect you want to give them everything you know hence the you right. know we got tires off indie cars in the garage for god's sakes but anyway so <laughs> Those you are five dollars hey well five bucks here five bucks <laughs> oh. there but the bottom line is you know yeah they gave their kids everything because they can only have one and they and some of them had money so this was their pride and joy, you know. Right, See, the difference right. also is not only do you have the parents in China uh, also uh, spoiling their children like they do here, but you also have the grandparents who keep pushing their children to get married and have children. We want a grandbaby. We want a grandbaby. Right, they all, right. because right. all these parents had one kid, so now you want a, now they want a, a grandbaby right. to take right. care of. So they're. Right. They're pushing you like our friend Wilson. I was talking to, and they, you know, right. get married, get married. They, they want them to get married. They want them to have kids. They don't even care if you like each other. It Doesn't matter. the The parents just want like a toy to play with, you know. Well, right, right. And or the grandparents. So and then obviously, so now you got you got this single pride and joy for the grandparents okay. and the parents. So yeah. you you know. Well, they were and, just uh, talking about all the negative effects that that yeah, was sure. rule had, and I thought it was kind of interesting. So. Yeah, and I, and I could see that because you grew. They're, they're growing. They grew up a, a lazy generation, is what they did. Yeah, man. and um, yeah, but yeah, so. well, we've well, well, we got a couple of them lazy generations, so it doesn't, you know, they're well, just. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody follows us. You, you know, this is why I sometimes. You everybody, know, everybody. You mean all the other countries all our countries want to be us, and then when they yeah. get to be us, they realize how screwed up it is. But, uh, but they got there though. Uh, you know, Japan did the same thing. China doing the same thing. We don't want to. We don't want to work in factories. We want to be, you know, educated, and we want great jobs. Well, right. Well, but yeah. And okay. so then, what happens is. Just you like know, England, the power switched to us, and now the power is going to switch to China, and then from China is probably going to go to India, where there's more yeah, labor force. But us. you know what's
1: pro- you know what's happening, and, and we can have a civics lesson. You know, where this is a fireworks podcast, but a lot of the jobs, most of the jobs, the lion's share of the jobs, they're all being they're all being replaced by robots and by mm-hmm. by an artificial intelligence. So. Someone who had this kind of job can't get that kind of job anymore because they need to have the education to go with the computers and to do all that stuff. So they're being outsourced. Yeah, outsourced. So right, so now... You know, people are being forced to go work at, I don't know, McDonald's or whatever for $15 an hour, and you can't support a family because no. the those middle-tier jobs, Aren't you just know, out there. my father, you know, he he was a printer. His job yeah. was gone. Yeah, you know? his job was gone. So, but there's, there's a lot of that happening, too, so you know yeah my son went to college and he's going to college yeah. my son's not made for manual labor but yeah. there's mike pauline's kid stoli he's good at manual labor yeah. so i mean there's different yeah there's it's yeah i don't know it's, well it's, yeah I mean, and, the,
0: and the bottom line is there's always work in the trades you know like you know like we were in i was talking with your brother-in-law you know and even in our business we need workers you know we need workers um, you know, cause we, we can only have the office is only so big. We don't need any more office people. Right. We need, you know, we need those mm-hmm. warehouse guys that aren't going to go to school, right. but they're still going to, but we, and we still need to give them a, a good wage. And well, everything that's else, it. They need to know? make a good wage. Right? And if they don't um, make
1: the good wage. Then what's the
0: point? Yeah. And then, you know, and, and, and like I say, you can't, and you can't get a good wage at a fast food restaurant because then all that, all that does is going to make our McDonald's, and everything else go up to the point where they're no longer fast food restaurants.
1: Well, right, nobody would be able to you know, afford it.
0: We went to uh, Hardee's in the airport, and, uh, and I knew it was expensive, but sometimes you don't really pay attention. You got pesos, and you just pay it, you know, or you charge it or something like that. But when you're actually paying cash money, and they're, you know, they're robbing you on the peso, and number one, and then you're looking at this, and I'm like, wow, you know, $30 at Hardee's for two cheeseburgers, an onion ring, and a Coke. $30. $30, that's 28-something, you know? At, and in, in the at, uh, in the airport at in, hardy's in, you know in the US yeah and no in mexico in and cabo. In, in cabo at the airport oh my so, god but the point is like when like if mcdonald's thinks they're going to charge like 28 bucks cuz they right. got to pay this higher wage right I'm not going to go to McDonald's and pay 28 bucks when I can go to a restaurant and still pay $28 because they're already paying the high, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. They're paying high wage. You know, they're already, you know, go to Moretti's down the street. They're paying these people good money already. Yeah, I
1: I think of that all the time when I go to lunch, you know, I can go for $10, you go get a lunch, but... I can go at a sit-down, you know, Granite City or whatever yeah.
0: for $10, and I can get the same thing. Get the same well, thing.
1: Why not sit down and have a TV and have a server and, you know.
0: Yeah, so nice I'm, food. you know, so that's the thing that's really going to hurt to fast food restaurants if they really have to raise their wages up that much. Uh, yeah, it's going to, you know, just I don't think that hamburger is worth, uh, you know, there was a place in Kabul we are going to go to that uh, WTF Burgers, and, and like I said, I just looked at the menu, I'm like, how much sixteen ninety five for a burger? And the one that got me was the hot dog for fourteen ninety five. I'm like a hot dog. What? this is because you know, <laughs> it's a hot dog. I know like in Mexico, the hot dog's always been like a hamburger, like a meal, but it's still a, it's a hot dog. you know, like here we're used to paying more for a hamburger, and you always got hot dogs cheap. But when you're in Mexico, the hot dog's the same price as a hamburger. It's like, yeah, this well, is they're a little. To yeah, me, they're, they're a, a different, lot different, right? Yeah. I mean, one's yeah. more filling than the other one. Well, I yeah, mean, hot dog, you can eat two or three. God, I, Yeah, at least I can. Oh, yeah, so.
1: yeah. Hot dog's usually like a snack,
0: a burger. Yeah, is more like a meal. and then I went down to Marina to another restaurant, and I had, uh, had uh, beer-battered shrimp for the same price as I could have got a hamburger. So I was like, I'm having a shrimp. I mean, it was just crazy. Go.
1: Well, we're in this new location, John, but we still got this. I
0: really hope you can get Lou Gehrig's disease. I know, I know you like that. I love disease that there. Lou Gehrig's disease. So, uh, so we wh- have a lot of. Uh, what is? It? Do you, good, do you good, know what this is? Uh, Rocky. There you go. But we have some uh, interesting news. I was cheating a little bit before I got here. I was looking at some emails. There, we got some letters printed out from our from, President of the NFA. And that's
1: why I. That's why I got the Rocky music. I felt like we won the battle. We right? Did. It was like the. Uh, the 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 underdog the battle the underdog yes. battle we came through it so i i did get an nfa update from steve hauser president of the nfa so mm-hmm. um you want me should i leave the rocky music or should we just do it dry nah we'll, we'll do it dry you do it dry all right yep. i like watching him run through the park there yeah with the hat on he's got that look adrian
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, there he is with the punching bag. Yeah, it's a shame she died. And uh, did she die in real life before Rocky? Oh, I have no idea. Well, she died. Talia in, Shire, right? Yeah, she died in the show though before Rocky. You know, Rocky's like this. Yeah. You know, in Rocky oh. number nineteen. Yeah. You know, he's like this old man now. You know.
1: But it's very inspiring music, and you're watching him do these one-handed push-ups. you got Burgess Meredith behind him there yeah, with the, the old stopwatch uh, dangling, and he's just old, getting beat up. And
0: The old penguin, yeah. And the old penguin. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. NFA update from Steve Hauser, John, president of the NFA. So, the good news is that together we did it. After nearly a three-year fight, we defeated the Metal Myth. I, however, while uh Oh, the middle myth. However, while we can be happy about that success, we cannot rest. There is another concern. The APA 87-1 revisions, which are being considered. Uh, the public comment period is scheduled to end on October 15th, and there are issues that our members have brought to light with the revisions. Most notable are that the APA included in the 87-1A revisions the very items that were in the CPSC NR that was voted down thanks to the works of many in the NFA. It seems the opposition was so sure that the fix was in on the CPSC NPR that they proceeded to write those conditions into the APA 87 one saying those revisions were required to meet CPSC regulations,
0: which weren't even, which weren't even, uh, they weren't even in force at that time.
1: Right. So this is another false story. Um, those conditions were voted down by the CPSC, so to say that they are required is simply a lie. The APA should correct its error and voluntarily correct the inaccuracies in one a So what the, what is this one a This is the revisions that are being considered. So I don't what, what well, that's the,
0: that that art of pyrotechnics. That's a, like a new you know. That's another. That's like another form of laws governing fireworks. Is this like eighty-seven whatever dash? Okay, I'm so I'm not sure so, exactly. So what they're their kind revisions of trying to
1: backdoor you a little
0: bit. Yeah, well, so what they were doing was they had they were they thought the CPSC were going to go along with them. So then they start writing laws in their, you know, I think it was called articles of pyrotechnics or something like that. Uh, uh, they start writing uh, revisions in their to To go along with the CPSC rule that wasn't even passed yet. So they already put the cart before the horse. Wow. So what Steve is saying is now they should say, well, we no longer need these revisions because Let's CPS see. has not changed anything. Right, right. So, um, well, I, you know. I can go on. So yeah, what, I'd go what, on because it gets better at the what end. What
1: is most saddening about this turn of events is that the APA 87-1 is actually a valuable EX number, FC number application exemption for the fireworks industry. It is shameful that the revision is being used as a method to purport the arbitrary conjecture of the metals myth. Even further, give it up everyone. When will the opposition stop trying to gut consumer fireworks without regard to the proven science or to the rest of us, the masses? Probably never. So once again, we must step into the ring and speak for those of Of us that make our living by selling consumer fireworks the small shops family businesses and charitable groups that rely on the income from those once a year sales opportunities derived from a long-standing reliable and quality product why won't the APA take the opportunity to make the revisions in APA 87 1a and C and C. Reflect modern chemistry and modern fireworks instead of sticking to an antiquated and relic way of thinking of fireworks as they were made over 25 years ago. I'm sure they will never tell us, but it seems to be a golden opportunity thrown aside and for what? Ego money control. Uh, the NFA is asking the tough questions and we are looking for honest answers, but we are not hearing any response at all yet again. So the APA, the American Pyrotechnicians Association, they're the ones controlling this thing. So, okay. Uh, Steve goes on. We believe 871 is a valuable tool for the industry, and we wish to see it continue correctly and accurately for the purpose of which it is there to serve, and that is transportation safety. We are shocked that the opposition is trying to use it to change the requirements of consumer fireworks under false pretenses and trying to use it in a way for which it is not prescribed. Please do your part in this new fight to save our fireworks. Hashtag save our fireworks. Research the revised APA 87 1A and C and submit your comments to FIMSA before October 15th. Our NFA has been, your NFA has been, and we are drafting our comments. So you need to get out to save our fireworks and you need to contact your FIMSA agent before October 15th and get this all done. The, Last but definitely not least, probably the most actually, the NFA is setting up an advocacy line item in its budget to address this now clear and present danger and what will surely come in the future. No longer can any of us ever afford to sit idly by and let the opposition target our industry for their benefit while leaving us in the wind to suffer the consequences. Please contact Nancy Blogen in our office to make your donation to this effort. The opposition is betting that the NFA's 1,000-plus members do not have the resolve to reach into their pockets and speak with their dollars to fight for themselves. Let's prove them wrong, just like we did when we all prevailed against the CPSC NPR that was thrown upon us. Together we can do it. Together we have proven that we will win, but it takes all of us together. The The opposition has donors. That are willing to give tens of thousands of dollars each towards their plan, but we have the numbers of members they do not show them that your numbers count. Think about these words it's easy to sit up and take notice. What is difficult is getting up and taking action. Al Bat, author, storyteller, and humorist. Steve,
0: Steve, yeah, Steve's got those great, uh, he finds those really good, um, what do you call them, uh, anecdotes or what? Yeah, yeah, quotes, yeah. Quotes, quotes. Take
1: action and do that which is difficult it is wonderfully rewarding and will outlast you that's from steve god bless you and thank you from your nfa so wow it's it
0: just when you think it's over it, it just they they keep going with this this
1: apa they're evil
0: well they're made up of a bunch of control freaks number one and they got it in their head that if they keep wrecking our industry they'll be the only ones left in the industry but they don't understand it and we've talked about it before here's all i can say is this there will not be a chinese company that i do business with that are supporters of the apa and everybody else like uh steve's big company and these other guys big company they should find out who their suppliers are and find out if they're our members of the APA. And right. if they are, they should say, you know what? We no longer can do business together because you are basically voting you're basically giving money to an organization that's actually trying to put them and us out of business. Right. But the Chinese people doesn't they don't really know that. They just want exposure. So they're like, yeah, join the PGI, join the NFA, join the APA, they'll join the, you know, Michigan Pyros, they'll join anybody just for exposure. And I get it, and I would have done the same thing years ago too. But I research where I put my money, so I educate the Chinese people when I'm over in China. And I, it sounds maybe rude to them sometimes, but I tell them, "Oh, you support the NFA? That's my last. Um, you support the APA? That's my last question to them." And they say, "Oh, yes." Mm-hmm. I say, "Oh, no, we can't do business." And then they and right. then I and so I attack them with the you money. You have to. You have no we, choice. We have to attack the APA with money, like you say. All those people can give tens of thousands of dollars. But I'm telling you that they don't spend their own money. They're, that's why they're rich, because they don't spend their own money. They spend other people's money. Right. So we need to take their funding away from them. And the only way we could do that is by not joining them. And APA is not cheap to join. You know, it's made up of those big guys to keep the little guys out. If they had a bunch of little guys like me at the APA, then we wouldn't get these votes out of the APA. It's easy to get a right. bunch of, you know, it's like
1: a bunch of big fat cats right there. Yeah.
0: yeah in a room like hey, we're going to do this because they're all their only motivation is to get rid of everybody else and just be the fat cat sitting in the room by themselves. You know, is that not communism? You know, what I mean, in, in a way. Oh, right, right. So um, so that's, you know, it's a small group of people making decisions for a huge amount of people and convincing the government that we're right. all behind them when we're not behind them. Right. So that's all I have to say to everyone out there is do not fund the APA because the APA is not fighting for consumer fireworks is what we're all in. Right. And like I talked to Steve and you know, you were there and I said, CPSC should always turn to the NFA for any questions regarding consumer fireworks because that's what we represent. Mm -hmm. APA represents you know, one point three uh, professional fireworks, and they also are big, big companies of safe and sane fireworks. So, why would we consult them on something that has nothing to do has nothing to do with them? them. And but you right, know, people right. just have to get it. And um, well, the thing is,
1: too, they can just like you said, they have so much money they can outlast you. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, the NFA spent well. I mean, they had to spend. A lot of yeah, money, you know, well, close to seven figures. Fighting, you know, with yeah. all the legislatures and with all the lobbyists, yeah. everything fighting the CPSC, and they won. But you know, uh, uh, even though they have twelve hundred members, they don't have that deep a pocket. So yeah. the, the APA is as rich and as wealthy as you say it is. They could just outlast you, and then you're yeah. just gonna be done. So you. That's you, why you I say we need to, uh, to dip in their pockets and you yeah. need people to, to, to support.
0: I think anyone joining the anything, anyone members of the APA that are in the same line of work that I'm in, they ought to take their membership from the APA and donate it to the NFA and let your money work for you. You know, uh, where was their last convention i mean they picked these conventions that you know
1: wasn't there one in france once yeah I mean,
0: well i know there's always like disney world and las vegas and these expensive hotels we couldn't afford to even go there i mean and they make it that right. way right. on purpose all right. all right because they don't really want you there they want their own people there and but you know we have to we have to stand and realize because if we do take their money away they will change and they we, we take their funding away or we take their membership away right you know right they could have all the money in the world but if they have no support and no members you know right you could right. have you could have like one guy leading the APA with all his money but if he's got no followers right well, it doesn't matter how much money he's got.
1: You got you got to go. To, or you're right, and you got to go to hashtag save our fireworks once again. And you got to fight and, and try and you know save our fireworks. It's a shame that it keeps coming to this. That you know it seems like every day there's a new uh, you know there's a, there's a the new, AP, so, new drama. The APA
0: and NFA should be fighting the same battle together. To right. not have any more restrictions on anything, any type of firework because it's a slippery slope, and all we do is we're, you know, we're basically begging the government to to keep giving us more restrictions when right. it should be the right. other way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I would like to thank Steve for uh, putting up the good fight, and uh, you know, and thanks for keeping us in the loop. We'll get this up on YouTube, and uh, we'll we will do as always. We will do whatever we can to, to keep fighting. Yeah. It. So yeah. #Hashtag Save Our Fireworks. So play the play the rocky music and hopefully we can you know beat the side of beef up and
0: yeah yeah there's the AP punch them hard punch them hard <laughs> punch them hard, rocky. Punch him hard rock. Hey, rock. come on rock come on <laughs> rock <laughs> well uh, hopefully uh, people do pay attention and people realize that hey we have to worry about our livelihoods and our economy and everything else and and that's what it just kills me when you know like we've talked about people are so worried about these tariffs forget the tariffs let's <laughs> You know, tariffs are just money. This is, well, these this are is, laws. Yeah, yeah. Right. So money's one thing.
1: Speaking of laws, let's do some fireworks news. We got a few right. stories here. Univers- University of Maine unsatisfied with probe of game cut short by fireworks. The University of Maine is unhappy with Kent State's investigation of a decision to cut short a tied woman's field hockey game to make
0: way for fireworks for a football game. So they cut short a women's field hockey game so they could have some fireworks. Okay. So let's just, let's just get the scales of justice. <laughs> women. What is it? Women's field. hockey. Yeah. Women's field hockey or yeah. watching a great fireworks display. I'm uh, going, oh, you know,
1: uh, you're gonna be and it was
0: a tie anyways. That's it. They're done. Hey, you gave your best uh, shot. Goodbye. Well, Ken, women.
1: Ken state said Friday that an investigation by his office of compliance, equal opportunity and affirmative action concluded so they have have all three of these uh, these uh, yeah. organizations invested. How much
0: did that cost your tuition Con- dollars?
1: Concluded there was no Title IX violation or gender related bias. The Bangor Daily News reports the University of Maine is disappointed with the Kent State uh, ruling, which and they hosted the game but didn't interview student athletes who were disrespected. So apparently so, they, they feel disrespected.
0: So we need three organizations to come up with that. See and why we're draining the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
1: uh, town uh, or Town fireworks cheaper on the 3rd of July the apotomics town council <sharp inhale> workshop that was held on September 24th The council discussed fireworks for next year's fourth of July season the town manager said he collected two quotes for July 3rd fireworks He said the cost of having a fireworks show on July 4th came out to 20,000 and that was the best price price he could find hence consideration of the f- July 3rd fireworks display
0: and that quote came out to ten thousand. Is that wow. true?
1: Is that true for the third? Yes. It's going to be that much cheaper. I never really thought. I of that.
0: don't. I don't think it's that much cheaper, but I would definitely say it's going to be twenty to twenty-five percent cheaper. And you know, wow. if we can get you on the second, it'd be even better because there's only <laughs> so many shooters. You know, there's only so if everybody can't have the, right. you know, on the same day. So um, let's see. The fourth falls on a Saturday. This year does this year. So I can see a third show on Friday being 50% cheaper because that's a good night. And as it is yeah, now, when you're talking about a, um, you know, what do you do when it comes to be on a Sunday? They're going to give you that much better on a Saturday, Just is a third. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Well, whatever. So, um, next story, mountain mischief, John, more than a hundred, hike, 140 hikers shoot fireworks off Mount Evans. This is in Colorado. Shocking video from the town of Mount Evans is making the rounds on social media. Nice. I don't have the video. I'd pull it up, but we don't got time. Uh, 140 people celebrated Labor Day holiday with an illegal fireworks to display. Uh, forest officials in Pikes Peak region say the action like this can disturb the delicate alpine ecosystem. As long as they weren't playing a women's field hockey game up there, <laughs> we're okay. <laughs> it all started as a quiet cruise, but ended with an illegal display at the top of Mount Evans. Now members of a Colorado street racing club known as... Nationwide productions could soon be facing federal charges. Fireworks are always illegal in national forests, um, and fire safety is a concern no matter what elevation you're at. Basically, at the uh, the end of the day, there's nobody up there to clean up all the debris and stuff, so they're they're getting a big federal trouble.
0: Okay, and then once again, I look past everything. All right. So. Okay, Colorado, let me get this straight. Colorado is complaining cuz people did kind of like an illegal fireworks thing, okay? Well, if you give them a bunch of free pot and they're all high, do they really think about the other laws? No, they don't. You you created your own monster. You know, you do you give a guy like a ton of alcohol and then and then and blame him for making stupid decisions? No, you created it. So yes, the stupid decisions <laughs> are great because they got a bunch of pot smoking guys all high. There you go, it's Colorado. Yeah, it's so, Colorado, yeah, 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 you know? It, yeah, I get it. You're I, gonna yeah, have I, you're gonna have more laws broken because they're too high to remember I, the law. You know what? That didn't even occur to yeah, me. Yeah, it always occurs to people like me because I think outside the box. You do, you do.
1: All right. Here's another one. Albany, uh let's see Man accused of explosive scare at a New Jersey Labor Day parade to appear in court. Uh, the man responsible for the cancellation of New Jersey's largest Labor Day parade is expected to appear in court. Uh, so, what this guy did was, let's see. It's hard to read here. Uh, Sixty. He's a 56-year-old man. Um, he had er- he had earlier been trying to deliver a homemade device to a band member at a concert uh that was close by and he left like a uh, cooler of fireworks near this parade route so somebody saw the cooler of fireworks and next thing you know this man's in custody now
0: yeah well it's like you know leaving a duffel bag at the airport these days i mean you know so i could see that yeah so I, you have I, to take all these into the, you know after all the you know the violence and everything else going on in the world yeah you have to be <laughs> careful uh,
1: Google Fireworks, John. There's an app now called Google Fireworks. It's uh, you know this TikTok. Hmm, There's no. a TikTok app. Fireworks is a startup app that allows users to share 30 second clips. So I just thought the name Fireworks was interesting. So mm-hmm. uh, Google's got some new app out there. So look for you'll see Fireworks and you'll think it's something else, but it's actually an, an
0: app so you can share video clips. TikTok is a big thing with the kids these days. Everything's a big thing with a bunch of people who don't have to work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had Hot Wheels, they got TikTok, Instagram, you know. With a bunch of yeah. kids that don't have well, to work. Why don't work? you go get a job, oh, you know? Oh man, yeah. oh man. Well, listen you know, listening to a bunch of these rich parents in the last couple of days here talk, <laughs> uh, you, you know, and you know, and, you know, your brother-in-law is no, uh, you know, slouch himself. But it's just <laughs> funny how like ah, my kids aren't that productive. Well, really, should they be You're <laughs> bought them all brand new Jeeps and oh, cars and yeah. BMWs, everything else? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Your kids should go out and get a job at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. OK, let's try that <laughs> one, you know.
1: Oh man! Well, you know what? We were talking. Uh, well, we just shot a video earlier for the PGI Golden Era Cake, so yeah. Uh, we haven't premiered this song yet, so I figured I'd get it out there. And we actually have. Uh, this is PGI to the tune of ACDC's TNT.
0: Oh, nice! You like ACDC, and I, love I think ACDC. our singer does too.
1: And we actually have some video of our singer. So. Without any further ado, John, let's watch this. And when we come back, we'll do a master class, and then we're going to get out of here make Sounds it a short good. one today. So let's watch this. And this is uh, our singer from uh, England, is in this one uh, Gad. Oh. Gad Music. I don't know. I, I think his name is just Gad. He's like Sting or oh. Prince. I don't know. He's got one name. Gad, and he's our singer, so I actually have some video of him in there, so let's take a look at it. Mm -hmm. PGI, this is in honor of the Golden War 50th anniversary. And this is
0: gonna be on our YouTube channel as well, right? Yes, it will. All right, so let's take a listen. It's too-
1: send this to the PGI? Sometimes they're feeling they don't have a good sense of them.
0: I think they would enjoy it. All right. Like,
1: a lot of those lyrics reference like different conventions they have. Yeah. yeah.
0: Our singer, yeah, Wow. sings all of our songs. Everything. He's a pretty cool-looking dude. You he know, is. I, I I didn't picture him like that.
1: He is a pretty cool. He's done everything for us from uh, Sweet Caroline yeah. to uh, to
0: ac yeah, I mean, he's actually he looks like a rocker. He you know, does. I mean, yeah. He does. He's the kind of guy I'd like to go have a beer with. Yeah. Uh, certainly. I'd have a. I might even have one of them, Apple Orchards. <laughs> a white claw. A white claw. yeah. 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 yeah there you go. Bear claw. Whatever. He's a cool-looking guy. I mean, he's, I like, uh, he's, got, the know, he's got the hair. Yeah, he's got the hair working. He's got
1: a T-shirt on. Yeah, and he agreed to do this for North
0: Carolina. Yeah, and, and where is he from? England. England. England,
1: yeah. It costs a lot to send those shirts over to England. Oh, I know. <laughs> God only knows.
0: I like how he goes, Eye, points to the eye. I'm, I, I, I know. You know He's got, he's got nice teeth. There's people in England always have screwed up teeth. His teeth are pretty nice. Maybe you know? he's got a good dentist. He a good dentist. he's got yeah, a good he's, got the, he's, got the, he's got a cool look to him. I like him. Yeah, there
1: you go. He's our singer. There you go. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Gad's a good guy. Anybody check him out. Dad uh, Music. Google that. You'll find him. If you yeah. need somebody to sing a song for you, he's the guy to do it. Oh, yeah.
0: He's really good. Yeah, and like yeah, I say, he great. plays the part. It's not like some guy just sitting in a studio has no emotion. I mean, he's like, he's really right. good. We we hang out with we, we 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 employ some good guys. Too. We yeah, we do. I wish we did at Star Fireworks. Oh, <laughs> he,
1: he looks like he could be working in your warehouse for you. He I, looks like one of the one of your warehouse yeah, he guys. Does, yeah. He can get along good with Clay and Yeah, uh, the other guys. Really? Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. So oh, school's out. Oh, master class. Yeah. It's time for another episode of Fireworks Brigade Masterclass. We haven't done one of these in a while, John. No. Ooh, Zombie Raiders.
1: Yes, yeah, so Masterclass, John. I figured in the theme of Halloween and the Halloween theme, let's do Zombie Raiders. So, uh, this is this a newer cake? Yep, uh, last year came out um it's a it's a let's see it's a legend cake right yeah
0: let's see let's see the label here so it's a legend cake it's uh brought to our great monster guys (laughs) what (laughs) brought to us by our great monster logo guys (laughs) Whoa,
1: who's that
0: legend (laughs) a legend
1: does a lot of monster logos. No, they
0: have well his new logo is pyro monster but oh uh, okay but Big, but the big monster energy drink's a little pissed off right now.
1: Oh, oh, oh! I yeah. see what you're saying. So yeah, so it's uh, zombie raiders. It's a legend cake. It's a great label. Raiders is uh, an NFL team, yes. so that's where that comes from. And he's got our zombies got the stogie and the and the hat on the raiders hat, and he's got the bling, and he's. Uh, He's, he's all ready to go so um without any further ado so so anyway zombie Raiders John zombie Raiders let's let's play once let's watch it and then uh, let's talk about it all right nice color. very fast
0: Mm-hmm. finale at the end there so
1: it's like 156 shots I think it is
0: okay yeah I think something like it's that. a
1: legend it's 99.99 at your warehouse so it's a fast speed crackling mines to multicolored comets finale with crackling mines up to brocade crown silver crackles and red star strobes red strobes really yeah so again I mean it's uh, let's let's do a replay let's take a look at it one more time mm-hmm um it's it's pretty quick it's 20 something seconds long i think it is um it fills the sky this would be nice for in a finale going up with a lot of other stuff right yep nice
0: crackle yeah and i like the way they did that delayed crackle which you thought was going to be a bomb and then then, then they did the finale after that. So it's kind of that was pretty good. I like that.
1: Look at slow motion. Look at those colors. There's some yeah. nice colors up there.
0: Yeah, you won't have those if you take the medals out. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, like we always do, John, let's rate these things. So right. uh, we go one to five. We go one to five. So first off, uh, here's our Professor Pyro. Let's go with label, John. What do you give it on a scale of one to five? Label, label. I'm giving
0: it four. I like the black. I like the colors on the label. Mm. All right, you give it
1: a four label. I'm gonna go three and a half. I, you know, I think it's uh, I think it's a good label. I, I th- it's definitely gonna appeal to some people yeah. who, who like that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I I a nice three and a half color. I really like the color on this one, John. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a four on color. What about you?
0: Mm. I think I'm gonna do. Um, I think I'm gonna do. Um, do a three on it because it's, it's once again, it's a more of a finale cake and okay. I'm just not a big fan of those. So the only color I see in my eyes is at the very end,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, the the crackling is nice and stuff, but I don't know for color. I, I'd say well, I'm going three. You don't like finale cakes. I do and I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're a little bit for the money. I don't like them. I think you could do right. better. I think you could take two 500 gram cakes and do a, a, a kind of a better show, mm. you know, for, you know couple 500-gram cakes versus a finale cake. Yeah. All right. What
1: about pace, John? What about pace? I, I mean, this one was fast, 20 seconds. Uh, but I think it's good for what it's meant to be. Uh, exactly. Um, so I'm going to give it a four on pace. What are you going
0: to do? Yeah, I'm going to give it a four on pace because, right. you know, if that cake was slow, It it would not look like that
1: right so right, right noise noise it's hard to tell on the video what do you give it on
0: noise just I, I, well i'm giving it a four because i like that loud crackling noise the the crackling had a very good noise to it so. all right well, there's no, no real loud booms there i'm gonna no. go three on noise
1: height height john uh hard to tell in the video but uh i think it went pretty good yeah, I, think I think i'm gonna give it a I four think
0: Height's pretty good yeah i give it a four all right and
1: last but not least john how do you like our little cards here? These are nice, huh? A little, Those are real nice. Are a little colorful with our yeah. little Professor Pyro there. Um, yeah. We're going to go uh, breaks. What do you think on breaks?
0: Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go a three because the only breaks I really saw were at the end. All right. That gives
1: you a total of 22 for the good old uh, zombie, zombie Raiders. Raiders. I'm going to give it a three as well on breaks. So that gives me 4, 8, 11, 14, 18, 21 and a half. So yeah. I got a 21 and a half and you got a 22.
0: Yeah. Not a 30. That's not bad, though.
1: No, no, no. not bad at all. No, I good think good It's uh, a good
0: cake. Yeah. Anything over 20 in a cake. Because, you know, got to remember, uh, not a, not every cake's an appeal to everybody, you know. No, no. But no, there's people a... who would rate that cake as probably a 28. Right. So I think anything over 20, it's a good average. Right, right.
1: All right. That's it. One more. couple more little short stories here. All right. What would Johnny
0: do? Oh, love these.
1: What all right. To Johnny. There you go. This uh, was a study, John, and I i don't know why I thought of you when I heard about it, but I figured I'd bring it up
0: to you. Never think about me when you <laughs> think about study. Story, yeah, a
1: study. <laughs> this is from CBS Local. Some food for thought the next time you order a meal from your delivery app. You don't do delivery apps. Do no, you? I do uh, not. 28% of delivery drivers have taken a bite out of your order. According to a new study, that's more than 21% of the customers who said they suspected a a driver had taken a taste. Data from U.S. Foods found even more drivers, roughly 55%, say they have been tempted to sneak a bite after smelling the order. We're sorry to report that sometimes impulse gets the best of the drivers and they violate their sacred duty by taking some of the food. What would Johnny do? Would okay, you if you mind. found some? for I don't do I, I find this whole like Uber Eats and, and, and DoorDash. I find how how lazy do you have to be to not get in your car and drive to the Chipotle? I never do that. But if I found a bite taken out of my food, don't get me wrong, I, I'm, I'll order the occasional pizza. But uh, I mean if I found someone taking a bite out of my food, there's no telling what I would do.
0: The only two things we used to buy that was delivered in the city was pizza and Chinese food.
1: I never had Chinese food delivered. I always well, pick it up. Now
0: in the suburbs, really nobody delivers Chinese food. You have to go pick it up. I right. mean now now of course I shouldn't say that now you got Uber Eats, you got all these people now, but right. I'm saying in the right. old right. days right. the only two that really delivered your food was a pizza and Chinese Right. Right, right. So anyways, um yeah, people are very lazy when it comes to this food, and same with the people that I see. The drive-through is wrapped around the portillos, and there's okay. nobody in the restaurant. Get parked, get out of your car, and go ahead and food get it. So much just like Starbucks and just like Dunkin' Donuts today, same thing. Right. right. But um, what I, um, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Could you seriously, taking a bite out of your food, I don't think is possible. Well, okay. It
1: says 28%. Yeah, but okay. I take a French fry. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so
0: be. if I'm driving your meal and there's a bag and you got yeah. French fries, you know, you can take a fry. If, if I order a hot dog and you took a bite out of my hot dog, it's pretty noticeable.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean. Yeah, I, they must, but well, maybe it's like. Take a bite out of the burger and put it back in the bun, but don't eat the bun,
0: maybe? I, I guess. I mean, you know. I don't know. Uh, I guess a sausage. I mean, you can cut a sausage and you know, and maybe you don't realize don't that the bun's good. a little bit bigger. I think, but, I think
1: 90% of that's going to be somebody just taking some of your fries yeah, or an onion ring. Onion
0: ring, a fry, something like that. Because, I mean, I'll tell you what. I don't eat. Uh, I barely eat carbs anymore. But, you know, I'll tell you what. It's hard to drive with a closed bag of food next to you. When there's fries on the top. I mean, how many times when you go to pick up food, you, you'll eat the fries on the way home. So it's easy to grab, oh, yeah. easy to eat. You're hungry and it smells good. Yeah. I mean, but I but to unwrap a hot dog and grab a taste out of it, you know, I've heard the same thing years ago. Like, you get a pizza delivered and the corner's missing. I, I, I've never seen uh, that. No,
1: I, I've never either. I, it's just... It's uh, it's sad, though, to think that somebody would do that. You know, yeah. That somebody would, would grab food like that.
0: I look at 28% of these people are doing that. What about the 40% of the sickos out there in the world <laughs> to begin with that may be doing something else? They might spit on uh, your food, yeah, yeah. lick it just Wally's for fun. Hot Dogs, we heard stories yeah, about Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, so, you know, you know I'm just saying, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think there's... If they're if there's twenty eight percent taking a bite out of your food, that's I think that's very high. And if there are, there's gotta be forty percent <laughs> more people doing sick things to your food. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm picking up my food and, and that's it. All you know? Right. All right. None of this Uber Eats.
1: Fireworks judge. This has nothing to do with fireworks, but uh, we're gonna make you a What judge. else is new? <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> Stone, Fireworks now, judge. Now. We haven't done one of these in a while. We had to get some of these stories out there. Hold on, I got to shorten this up.
0: Pyro is now entering the courtroom. All right,
1: John, this is I love this music. I do, too. Florida man. I I don't know if you've heard this story. You you don't really pay attention. No, no, no. Florida man on horseback arrested after burglarizing home who takes a getaway horse to a robbery. A Florida man was arrested this week on burglary charges after he rode a horse to break into a house in Newport Ritchie. Security footage captured the man, who was 52, nicknamed the Rooster, the Shoot Rooster, maybe, yeah, maybe, walking around outside the victim's property on Thursday morning, according to the Pasco County Sheriff's Office. The man was accompanied by Angel, a brown horse. As Angel wandered away, the man can be seen opening the property's screen porch before then attempting to unlock the front door. He eventually decided the approach was futile and opted to enter through a back window, according to deputies. After the man broke the back window, causing roughly $100 in damages, according to the Tampa Bay Times, the owner of the house noticed the commotion on the security cameras and called authorities to report the incident. The robber approached the police officers when they arrived to ask if they had seen his horse. (laughs) He continued to express concern over the horse's whereabouts while being questioned by authorities. Deputies say the horse... Deputies say the horse is mine. I've been trying to get it. The man told police police later found the horse roughly two miles away from the house and Returned it to its rightful owner It is unclear whether the man stole the horse or had obtained permission to ride it During the interrogation the man initially claimed that he was on the property because angel had run loose and broken through a fence but when deputies informed him that they were in possession of security footage the the man changed his story and told the authorities that he broke into the house because he was thinking about renting it and wanted to see the inside. This guy's got a He's lot getting, of stories.
0: He just doesn't. Yeah, I mean, you know, once again, <laughs> if you're going to do something, have a plan. But, you know, I could see that, though. The horse. See, the horse is like a getaway driver.
1: What okay. A horse named Angel.
0: Yeah, but the horse is like a getaway driver. But the getaway driver he's got obligation to the guy and you know, the getaway driver can get in trouble if he drives away after you're trying, you come out robbing a bank and he's already gone. Yeah. But the horse is like, Hmm, he wants to use me to rob this house. I'm getting the hell out of here. Cause the horse don't want to go to jail and you, <laughs> and you have no, the you horse had, had more sense. Yeah, horse. horses got more sense, and the horse knows how to get back home. See, the the getaway drivers in many cases are homeless. They use these people. Right. They convince right. them you're going to get paid. But a horse says, "Uh, uh, uh-uh, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going to the to the glue factory because you want to rob this man's house because you know." Uh-huh. So yeah, the horse, I give the horse a lot of credit. He's like, uh-uh, <laughs> you want to do something stupid? Uh, That's fine, but I'm not. There you go. What would you do? What
1: would you, what would you do if you were a judge and you saw this guy come through your court? Would you what would you would you give him? A, I mean, he could, he could be a threat to society. There's no time. Yeah,
0: him. you. I think he needs to be checked out. I, I'd I like to mean, see a picture of this guy. Yeah, I think he needs. You know, well, I've always said if it wasn't for you know, I don't know, maybe a hundred and fifty thousand Jews in Florida, you wouldn't have a all you have is a bunch of rednecks. You got you got like a hundred and fifty thousand Jews that hang out in Miami and Lauderdale and make the whole state of Florida. But really the state of Florida is a bunch of rednecks. There so is. look at, you know, Port Ritchie, here's a guy on a horse trying to rob a house. And the horse is even smarter than him. The so, horse got out of there. Yeah. He's
1: like, I'm getting out of
0: here. I'd be like, no, I yeah, I'd uh, I they're, definitely uh, would find him and I'd send him for some psych. Uh, you know what do you call it? Uh, you know, put you in a nut house for a couple days. The yeah. guy's not normal.
1: The horse is. I'm getting out of here.
0: They're putting me in the glue factory. Yeah, the <laughs> horse. The horse has more sense. I'm going to be dog food if I stick around. The here. horse is like, I'm going to Lauderdale. <laughs> I'm out of it. Yeah, no, the horse is on his way to Lauderdale because yeah. he knows that those. You know, two little <laughs> towns that um, make up the whole state is what makes the whole state of Florida. All right. Hey, before
1: we get off of here, which has been a great one, uh, our YouTube channel. Please check it out. There's videos. There's these parody songs. There's unboxed masterclass. There's PGI save our fireworks NFA save our fireworks. Uh, there's some goofy stuff from Cabo and and all that stuff. And I know we don't blow a lot of stuff up. And some. Pyros might, you know, just want to see blow stuff up, but they're well. They're, then
0: they watch Cody
1: B for they, that. <laughs> they, they, they do. They do watch Cody B for that. But you know what? This month, just this month alone, you know how many views we had on our channel. I have no idea. Eighteen hundred. Well, that's yeah, you, know safe. Many, you know how many minutes watched. Five thousand four hundred and thirty-two minutes. Are you yeah. just this month? We've we have well over twenty thousand views on, mm-hmm. on our channel. So, well,
0: and here's what we got to remember too. I know there's a lot of pyros out there that like to just watch things blow. They just up.
1: want to see stuff blow up.
0: And that's good, but it's this podcast that make sure they have something to watch blowing up because we are informing them about the NFA or oh, right. informing them about right. the right. APA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're letting the public know about laws. So we're, mm-hmm. we may not be blowing the stuff up on our YouTube channel, but without us, they won't have nothing to blow up either. Right. And there is some so, stuff
1: blowing up. So I oh, know yeah, we're you, doing, you can, you we're can go better. on there now and you can, we're doing better. You can go on there. Now you could see the, uh, we have NFA night one. Uh, in time lapse the NFA demo the entire demo we have night two is on there and there's a lot of times where we'll have just talks or discussions and there will be fireworks going off behind us it's just you know, you need content to fill out those videos, but we yeah. just don't, you know, you or I just don't go outside and just light something off with a torch. It's and just, people that's know, style.
0: though, people know that yeah. if they really want something that goes bang and blows up, they can get it at Star Fireworks. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. You know, so, you know, but
1: we, we don't just want to blow that stuff up. We want you to blow it. up. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to blow it. We want you to buy it and blow it up. Preferably would yeah. be nice.
1: Yes, absolutely. So, but, but again, check out the YouTube channel uh the podcast you're listening to it now but it's available wherever podcasts are available spotify uh whatever just check it out and please go to save our fireworks hashtag save our fireworks and uh john i think uh the next time i see we'll be here again i think we're having a thanksgiving party here sometime and then maybe we'll do some in cabo who knows whatever but
0: we'll figure out something we
1: got the we got all the equipment there uh in cabo so we could do some master classes or something like that but this has been a fun one and uh go to china bring some good stuff home for everybody
0: oh yeah we got some good stuff coming talk to you later yep